Hello and welcome to another episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. I'm James. And I'm Sarah. And on this week's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about Black History Month because February, which is the month that we're currently in, is Black History Month, everybody. Um, I don't, so I was just telling Sarah as we were getting ready to start the recording, um, I don't know much, uh, I mean, I know like what Black History Month is and I know the stuff that we've talked about and Sarah is sending me a link to something, um, or the stuff that we talked about in like school and stuff. But, um, aside from that, I, I'm one of those ignorant white people where I don't really do much more research other than what I've been told because it doesn't affect me. But I did reach out to someone this morning, this morning, yeah, and ask if a creator would like to join us for Black History Month to talk about their um, their background, like why why they did what they why they started their their TikTok channel, and give us a little understanding of what they think about Black History Month and who their who is most influential in their life. Do you want to do a quick conversation hmm. first before we get into the, um, what's this called? 10 Facts About Black History Month from Best yeah. Colleges. So next I week. I think it's funny that it's Best Colleges, by the way. Yeah. So next week is, and I'm going to rant for a little bit. I hate Valentine's Day. I've never understood why it's a holiday and I've never understood why people like it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but in addition, it's also Bobo's 16th birthday mm-hmm. on the 14th. So I'm going to make him a little cupcake for his birthday. Yeah. And it is so difficult to find a cupcake recipe or a cake recipe for dogs that does not have peanut butter in it. And he hates peanut butter. Mm. So I have to find... I didn't realize that he didn't like peanut butter. Yeah, he's not a fan. Like, he'll eat it, but it doesn't... It's not something that he, like, craves. Mm. And Sarah's uterus is still hurting her. Ugh. You know, it just... If I could just get it removed. I said that earlier. I said just get it removed. Just have them take it out. Yeah. They don't care. It's not that easy. Sure it is. <laughs> I mean, no, don't you realize I'm supposed to be a baby making machine? Yeah, but you're above the age that they are like, they make it a big deal. And they're like, well, what if you will want kids? And that's true. I wonder if they'd still make me get my husband's signature for it, though. I think they, oh, maybe in Texas. That's what happens when you live in Texas, Sarah. Okay, um, is it considered a geriatric geriatric geriatric? G- it's geriatric geriatric pregnancy. That's what it's called. I didn't say it. Oh, it's thirty-five. I didn't say oh, it. So it's so an next actual year, term. I'll be a geriatric. Yeah. Well, this is from Nebraska Med, but it's it's an actual term. I didn't make it up. I just know it's a thing because I heard somebody say something about it. It wasn't me. Wow. Anyways. Um, do you want to start going through these 10 facts about Black History Month? Yeah. Great. So, number one is Black History Month began as Black History Week. In 1926, Carter G. Woodson established Black History Week. The celebration highlighted Black Americans' history, lives, and contributions. In 1976, it was expanded to the month-long celebration that we observe today. Wait, 1926? I'm reading something that says something in 1915. Mm, I don't, this one says 1926. Um, this is from National Geographic Kids. Yikes. Um, and it says in 1915, in response to the lack of information on the accomplishments of black people available to the public, historian Carter G. Woodson co-founded the Association of the Study of Negro Life and History. 
1926, the group declared the second week of... Okay, it does say 1926. Never mind. I read the first part and, <laughs> and assumed that's what it meant. Anyways, uh-huh. so, so that was number one. Did you read all of it? I read the majority of number one, yes. So number two... Uh, says black students protested for Black History Month. In 1968, members of the Black United Students, or BUS, at Kent State University walked out protesting disorderly conduct charges against students participating in sit-ins, according to ASALH. BUS's successful student activism helped establish three black students, sorry, three black studies departments and institutes on campus. In 1969, bus students demanded that Kent State extended Negro History Week into a month of black history celebrations. President Gerald Ford later affirmed the actions of bus with the observance of Black History Month nationwide. So in 1969 is when it to went to a month-long celebration. Sarah's high, everybody. And she's also muted, apparently. I don't know how she muted herself, but she's completely muted. She's literally been talking for the last, like, five minutes. And I'm like, why is this so quiet? I've not been talking for the last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lucy. <laughs> uh, I don't remember why I muted myself. <laughs> but I muted myself for a reason. I look over and anyway. she, her, her mouth is just going. And I'm like... I, that was a really long pause. Well, that's the reason it was a really long pause. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I have a high co-host tonight because she's in a lot of pain. Oh. <laughs> I'm just trying to not die, guys. All right. Anyway, sorry. Number three, February honors Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass. Black History Month happens in February for good reason. Woodson selected February in honor of Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln's birthdates. Lincoln is known for issuing the Emancipation Proclamation, declaring freedom for enslaved Americans held in the Confederacy, and Douglass escaped from American slavery in 1838, becoming a renowned abolitionist, speaker, and writer, and he wrote several books, including a narrative of the life of Frederick Douglass, an American slave. <laughs> That's cool. I didn't know that. I learned something. I always wondered why uh, February was chosen for February, but that makes a lot more sense now. Uh, Black History Month themes change yearly. So every year, ASALH. What is ASALH? I keep saying it and I need to look up and find out what it is. Up at the top. Oh, uh, the founders of Black History Month Association. The Association for the Study of African American Life and History. Okay, that makes sense. Anyways, sorry. Uh, Every year, ASALH selects an overarching theme for Black History Month. The very first Black History Month theme was Civilization, a World Achievement. 2023 Black History Month theme is Black Resistance. Black Resistance shines a light on historic and modern oppressions against African Americans, associating the equal, or, or sorry, or advocating for equality has long been a form of resistance. Resisting acts of discrimination, injustices, and racism plays a critical role in African Americans' well-being. I they just rolled out the um, Black History Month teams backgrounds for work this week, and mm. all right, we just received them in Quincy. Um, and I I wondered why it was Black Resistance. That now that's why. There, it's, see, it's a good reason. It's a good thing we do this podcast. Otherwise, I would not have known why. More than likely. There you go. 
Number five, civil rights leaders popularized Black History Month. Many civil rights leaders contributed to Black history and the celebration of Black History Month. Black activists like Rosa Parks, W.E.B. Du Bois, Malcolm X, John Lewis, Barbara Jordan, Marcus Garvey, and Martin Luther King Jr. brought national attention to Black struggles. Freedom schools, which were established during the civil rights movement, highlighting, excuse me, highlighted Black history, working to eliminate oppression and uplift Black excellence. Like Black History Month, the schools honored and celebrated Black leaders. With the help of prominent civil rights activists, Black History Month celebrations grew in popularity. Do you remember celebrating Black History Month when we were in school? Um, I don't think we, I don't think we did when I was in school. Um, I, I now, remember, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I, the years that I was homeschooled, we did something for Black History Month every year. I do remember when I was in, I think it was elementary school, we talked about Black History Month and there was this one book that we talked about. I, can't, I don't remember what the book we read was, but it was very, like, it was a very um, emotional book. And I read it and I was like, I want this book. So I went and found it and I bought it, but I don't know where it is now. And mm. I don't remember what it was called. So I feel like garbage. I don't know why I brought it up, but I do remember something <laughs> from when I was in elementary school, at least. Well, I mean, at least there was something in elementary school. So. Yeah, because I, I mean, I... I think I remember some things and the school that we went to had like maybe two or three black students in it. So I I guess they didn't feel obligated to actually do anything because it's not impacting anyone else but the two or three students. But I I think I remember a little bit, but not very much. Right. But the thing is, is it still impacts because like, because they're leaving it out. They're denying other people the opportunity to learn about people who are different from them. When I said that, I, I was saying it from the school standpoint, not mine. I just want to clarify that. No, obviously. I know you got that, but I wanted to clarify that for the podcast. <laughs> um, and then number six, Black History Month honors prominent Black Americans. So Black History Month honors some of the most famous Black Americans. Many celebrations feature prominent African Americans like Harriet Tubman, Maya Angelou, and George Washington Carver. Black History Month is also a time to recognize Black Americans who contributed to impactful growth and change in the U.S. His, uh, U.S. Black History Month celebrates. Oh, sorry, I'm going to start that sentence over because it doesn't. It didn't make sense to me. Black History Month is also a time to recognize Black Americans who contributed to impactful growth and change in the U.S. Black History Month celebrates the accomplishments of people like so You need to take a pause after and change in the U.S. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a period. Oh, my God. And change in the U.S. <laughs> Black History Month <laughs> celebrates the accomplishment. I Okay, that makes more sense. It's very difficult because the way it's written... It looks like U.S. Black it is History Month is one word, or one is part of the same sentence. Sorry. Jeez. Okay, now it makes more sense to me. I'm going to start that sentence over and take it from the top. <laughs> black History Month is also a time <laughs> to recognize Black Americans who contributed to impactful growth and change in the U.S. Black History Month celebrates the accomplishments of people like, I still don't know this name. Onesimus. Onesimus? What is that? Mm -hmm. Who is that? Um, an, oh, an enslaved African who brought vaccinations to America. And Hiram Rhodes Ravels, the first African American elected to U.S. Senate. Uh, okay. Apologies for that travesty of the discussion I just had. Jeez. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Number seven, national organizations sponsor Black History Month. 
every February, organizations honor Black History Month with commemorative events. National Black History Month sponsors include the Smithsonian Institution, the United States Holocaust Memorial and Museum, the Library of Congress, and the National Park Service. As I say, we've been to the Smithsonian Museums and the United States Holocaust Memorial Museum. Yeah, we didn't. Did we not go to the Library of Congress when we were in D.C.? No, we didn't. Hmm. No, but we should. Granted, I just have to meet you guys out there because y'all live right there. I don't live right there. I live more than an eight-hour drive away. That is closer than me in (laughs) Texas. But I don't live. You can't say I live right there. (laughs) It's an eight-hour drive. (laughs) Moving on. Um, Countries worldwide (laughs) celebrate Black History Month. Dr. Jean, Jean? Jean Augustine is known as the mother of Black History Month in Canada for establishing celebrations in 1995. Just like the U.S., celebrations occur in February. Black History Month takes place in October throughout the Netherlands, Ireland, and the United Kingdom. While the U.K.'s initial focus was on Black American history, the country now focuses on celebrating Black British history. That doesn't make... Why would they do that? That's so weird. I don't know. Why in the U.K.? Also, it's only a six and a half hour drive. No, it's not. But why in the U.K. would you celebrate American Black American history and not um, Black because British history. traditionally Americans treat people who aren't white terribly. I mean, they do too. I don't know. I don't know. Odd. All right. So I thought she was muted again. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I wasn't muted again. I was gathering my thoughts. Um, number nine, HBCUs promote Black history around. So an HBCU is a historically Black college and university, and um, they were established to provide higher education opportunities to Black Americans. Established in 1837, Cheney University of Pennsylvania was the very first HBCU. Today, over 100 HBCUs exist. Um, HBCUs established before 1964 honor their mission to educate Black Americans, and they teach Black history, recognize and honor Black American experiences, and uplift the rights of and needs within Black communities. That's cool. I think, um, I don't remember where I read that about, read about Black, historically Black colleges, uh, but I, I read something about, um, their their funding and something or something it was there was something about their funding a couple years ago Mm, i believe that black history month recognizes all african-american experiences as of 2022 black black americans account for 13.6 percent of the u.s population according to u.s census bureau that's over 45 million different lived experiences across the country each african-american experience is honored during Black History Month. Black History Month celebrations often include gathering together to honor community leaders, family members, and stories that unite us. Um, this is an interesting, so I'm wondering, and I, this is just coming based on uh, the sibling rivalry, which is Bob, the drag queen, and Monet Exchange's podcast together. The term African-American from, I think, I it was Monet. Monet keeps bringing it up that she, Monet doesn't like to be called African American because she's originally, or they are originally from. They're not from Africa. They're from um, Saint Lucia, but oh, the Caribbean. Yeah, the Caribbean. But I'm assuming even the people, even Black people in the Caribbean, they probably originated from America. But it does make sense, or it does kind of bring into the conversation. How do you? How would you refer? How would you refer to someone? Um, so I know you- that um, 
What would you what? I was going to say, or would you just ask them first? Like, what would you... I mean, I'd probably just ask first, but I know that, that um, I've had I've had Black friends in the past who didn't like the term African-American because they said it... Um, they're so far removed from Africa that it doesn't make sense. Like, they're just American. Yeah. You know, why do I have to distinguish myself by, you know, where my family originated and i think that's where um i think bob had said something in one of the podcasts where it's like well just call me a black american yeah or just call me black i mean i think i think it's a good it, it, it's a good conversation and it makes sense um and it's a good thing to kind of how do you say it or how how would you if we're talking about your race uh what would you how would you want to be clarified as right i mean the 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 same should go for um well we've had this conversation before latinx yeah i think we talked a little bit about like the black versus african-american included in that discussion too um but i think it does like it does make sense but uh, the thing is like and we'll say this we're both two very white caucasians (laughs) Like Sarah's almost transparent in her glow of her <laughs> computer screen, and I have a yellow, a yellow light flasher on me that's kind of a, a warm tone instead of my blue, blue, white screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Although I will say, and this is when I was in college um, at the Art Institute, somebody—I don't know if maybe it was—I maybe I was more tan or something, but. I was, well, somebody called me Mr. Martin. Like, I mean, that, mm. that sounds like either a, a Spanish or an Italian name. And then yeah. my, one of my teachers, I emailed her and she responded, James Martin Cortez. It's like, where did Cortez come from? So I don't know where. <laughs> and when I asked her, she was like, well, yours just sounded so professional. I was like, I put your name. Like, I literally just put her name <laughs> in the email that I sent to her. So I don't know where that came from. Okay. Um, but then the bottom of this uh, article says, looking, for the, looking to the future of Black History Month. Black History Month is a time to reflect on the past and use earlier lessons to imagine and work toward a a better future. Black Americans continue to feel driven by the same social societal, sorry, by the same societal issues that motivated Woodson and uh, a century ago. Many African Americans look forward to a time when black history is fully integrated into accounts of US national or US history. National acknowledgement, education and celebration of black history could change the need for Black History Month in the future. Modern forms of racism and bias suggest that there is still a ways to go before uh, toward that goal. Speaking of, um, wasn't there just legislation or something in Florida uh, where they said, um, um, where they basically like were a school or some schools were uh, trying to create a curriculum for black history? I don't know. I'm going to have to look it up. Um, Ron DeSantis. Oh, this is kind of uh, Florida officials have repeated contact with college board over african-american studies this is from the new york times um a letter from state officials is likely to fuel controversy over the college board which has been accused of stripping or minimizing concepts to please conservatives uh while the college board was developing its first advanced placement course that's what it was an ap course in african-american studies uh, the group was in repeated contact with the administration of 
Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, often discussing course concepts that the state said it found objectionable, a newly released letter shows. When the final course guidelines were released last week, the College Board had removed or significantly reduced the presence of many of those concepts, like intersectionality, uh, mass incarceration, reparations, and Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, Though it said the political pressure played no role in the changes. Florida had announced in January that it would not approve the curriculum. Uh, The specifics about the discussion, which occurred over the course of a year, were outlined in a February 7th letter to the Florida Department of Education to the College Board, from the Florida Department of Education to the College Board. The existence of the letter was first reported by the Daily Caller, a conservative news site. A copy of the letter was posted on Scribed. Its authenticity was verified by a spokeswoman from Florida Department of Education, which released a copy on Thursday. College Board responded to letters which, uh, with one of its own, saying the Florida's concern had not influenced any... Sorry. College Board responded to the letters with one of its own, saying that Florida's concern had not influenced any revisions to the course, which had been shaped instead by feedback from educators. And they go on to say, we provide states and departments of education across the country with the information they request for inclusion of courses within their systems. The letter said, adding, we need to clarify that no topics were removed because they lacked educational value. We believe all topics listed in your letter have substantial educational value. The college board declined an interview. Uh, But there was, um, and then It says Governor DeSantis, who has presidential ambitions, has tried uh, to cast himself as a voice of parents who are fed up with what is called woke indoctrination from progressive educators. Oh my god. I can't possibly roll my eyes any harder. (laughs) If she does, they may fall out of her head. But I just I just remembered that and then I like it that that just came out yesterday where they released their own the Board of Education released their own follow up to the the leaked letter. Um, I did just send you a link to 10 most influential black people in American history. Do you want to talk about them? Sure. Uh, Actually, we might need to take a break real quick and then come back and talk about them. Okay. So let's take a, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. All right. Welcome back. So, um, Right now, we're just going to go over uh, a list from Insider Monkey about 10 of the most influential um, Amer- uh, influential people in Black American history. Uh, number 10 is listed as Thorogood Marshall. From 19 o- uh, he lived from 1908 to 1993. Uh, Marshall became the Supreme Court's 96th justice as well as the first African-American justice. He is most famous for winning the Brown v. Board of Education, which dealt Uh, with racial segregation in public schools. Next up, we have George Washington Carver, um, born 1860, died in 1943. This man, born into slavery, became a famous botanist, scientist, chemist, and inventor. He worked closely with Booker T. Washington, found later on in the list, and is best known for the countless uses he found for the peanut. It's one of the reasons we have peanut butter. Uh, We talked about peanut butter earlier. Look at that. Tying in the the conversation. Uh, The next one is Frederick Douglass, and it says uh, he lived from 1818 to 1895. Douglas was the first black man to hold any high ranking in the U.S. government. Uh, He was a strong abolitionist, writer, and speaker, um, and he advertised, sorry, he advised presidents, including Abraham Lincoln. 
sorry, I was I I scrolled down a little bit and there's um a, a list on here that says 15 easiest cities to get laid in the world. Sarah's having a hard time focusing today again. <laughs> she is high. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Anyway, so Malcolm X, born in 1925, died in 1965. I knew he was young. I didn't realize he was only 40. Yeah. Um, a civil rights leader alongside Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X also showed himself a prominent leader to um, the Islamic. That's not a correct sentence, but we'll go with it. Um, he was assassinated in 1965 while preparing to give a speech in Manhattan. Um, I just it realized. should say. Sorry, go ahead. Hmm? Go ahead. I was going to say, um, it should say that he showed himself to be a prominent leader in the Muslim community. Mm. Well, this was also, it looks like, from 2015. So. Still though. Kind of old. Still. <laughs> um, Oprah Winfrey is number six from 1954, and she is currently still alive. Uh, it shouldn't be a surprise that uh, to you that Oprah Winfrey made the list uh, in the top 10 most influential black people in American history. She has her own TV show. She doesn't have a TV show anymore. Her own books, her own magazine, and even her own prayer candle called St. Winfrey. I didn't know that. Okay. I didn't either. Um, number five is Harriet Tubman. Uh, not only did she lead more than 300 enslaved people to freedom, as a conductor of the Underground Railroad, she also became an acclaimed writer and helped Black people begin their new lives after the war. So I have a funny story about uh, Bob the Drag Queen and Harriet Tubman. So oh God. Bob Bob was on uh, Z-Way, the it's that she's kind of a controversial uh, Gen Z. Gen Z, is that the newest one? The baby one? Not that Gen Z would be my my sister's. Okay, then yeah, she's a uh, Gen Zer. Uh, anyway, she has a talk show, and I think you you may have seen it. Um, but Z Way is asking Bob. Uh, or is saying, oh, you said um, you see Harriet Tubman as a superhero. Uh, do you think she could she could take Spider Man? And then <laughs> Bob was like, yes. So Zivi was like, well, why? She was like, she has a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then bob also was like have you not they she led a bunch of slaves from the south to canada so she also had yeah. um cardio cardio i just thought that was a funny a funny story no uh, and then num <laughs> number four is booker t washington from 1856 to 1915 uh washington began the Tuskegee, yeah, Tuskegee Institute, a school uh, that would educate blacks for years to come. He was also a an author and advisor to many American presidents. Speaking of presidents, the next one is uh, the Obamas. This one's no surprise either, but this includes both Barack and Michelle. Um, there's no denying that both have become extremely influential leaders within their country. And then number two is W.E.B. Du Bois or Du Bois? Don't know. Uh, from 1868 to 19. 63. Wow, they were almost 100 years old. This influential civil rights activist had differing opinions from Martin Luther King Jr. as well as Booker T. Washington, but nonetheless served as an important leader with many followers. I've never nice. heard of that person. I have. Um, I read some of their writing. Um, and then finally, Martin Luther King Jr., born 1929, died 1968. Um, powerful speaker and leader during the civil rights movement. King wrote um, famous letters during 
during his time in jail. And from these comes the well-known quote, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. But also please remember that Martin Luther King Jr. Um, also said that the biggest threat to the civil rights movement was the moderate whites, AKA people who claim to be interested in helping move the movement forward, but really just keep talking and not doing anything. AKA the Democratic Party currently. Mm. Not to go on a rant or anything. <laughs> and then at the bottom of this, there's also um, runners up. So there's black heroes like, oh no, Sojourner. Sojourner Truth. Oh, thank you. Sojourner Truth, Eddie Murphy, Will Smith, Jackie Robinson, Rosa Parks, Michael Jackson, Colin Powell, uh, Phyllis Wheatley, and Nat Turner. Uh, let's give a shout out to the great leaders included in the 10 most influential black people in American history. Hmm. Phyllis Wheatley definitely should have been on the list. But anyway, um, I looked on my facebook memories and i mm -hmm. found what i posted originally for this this day of black history month well and i was doing my black history month posts um that was 10 um black people who are also members of the lgbtqia plus community oh yeah mm -hmm. and it this list includes bayard rustin who was a close advisor of martin luther king jr um, and he was also an outspoken activist of the gay rights movement in the 1980s. Um, Alice Walker, who is the author of several books, including The Color Purple, which famously features uh, sexuality between two Black women. Laverne Cox, a transgender actress who is best known for Orange is the New Black, um, who has pushed many boundaries and helped bring the fight for equality for trans people to the forefront. I think Laverne has her own talk show, doesn't she? Or, or I think she was so, hosting yeah. or hosting for someone. She I don't know, but she's she's doing amazing. Yeah. I hope she's having a great day. Um I I think that often that I just <laughs> I just I'll randomly think about Laverne Cox and just hope that she's having a good day. It's a good um, it's a good outlook to have. I think she's fabulous. I want her to succeed in all she does. Um, let's see. Marsha P. Johnson, who with her friend Sylvia Rivera opened the first shelter for gay and trans street kids in 1972. And they were also involved in the Stonewall Riot, which is how most people know their names. Um, and when there was a memorial set up, she was quoted as saying, how many people have died for these two little statues to be placed in the park to recognize gay people? Marsha P. Um, Johnson was historically yep. known as the person that threw the first stone at the yes, Stonewall riots. Yeah, at the police officers during Stonewall. Um, James Baldwin, a writer and activist famous for books that um, give life to homosexual and bisexual characters, such as in Giovanni's Room. Um, he was somewhat ostracized by the civil rights movement due to his sexuality, which unfortunately did include many anti-LGBT plus community uh, sentiments, even with Bayard Rustin there at the forefront. Um, Audre Lorde, a poet and activist, um, she's written extensively about her life and her activism. Um, Josephine Baker, who was the first black woman to become a worldwide entertainer, and she was active working with the French resistance during World War II. She adopted 12 children from a bunch of different countries. Um, Richard Barth, a sculptor famous for his tender depictions of male beauty and several public works commissioned by the state of New York. Elaine Locke, a philosopher and so-called Dean of the Harlem Renaissance. He was also the first black man to become a Rhodes Scholar. A few of Locke's works include When Peoples Meet, a study of race and cultural and culture contacts, race contacts and interracial relations, lectures of the theory and practice of race, and pluralism and ideological peace. 
And then finally, number 10, Lorraine Hainsbury, um, who is the author of A Raisin in the Sun and was the first black woman to have a play performed on Broadway. Hmm. That's interesting. Hmm. Can you make sure you send that that to me so I can include it in our list? Also, by the way, we have a website, everybody. It we is have live. A it is currently live and active. On there, uh, I'm still waiting for Sarah to give me her bio, uh, but on there oh. you can oh, yeah. <laughs> you can access. Um, so it's www.nowaboutthatproductions.com. On this website, you can access um, some posts that we're going to have on there about the uh, previous episodes. You can also access the most recent episode from the very first homepage. Um, and then it also gives you some information about the two of us. So if you want to learn some more about the two of us, there's a little, a small little blurb in there uh, about me right now. And eventually there will be one about Sarah as well. And then you can also get to our social medias. So like Instagram and stuff like that, that's on there as well. I completely forgot. And then I was going to bring that up at the beginning and it slipped my mind altogether. Um, I want to point out two people that within the last couple of years received or were um, able to achieve EGOT. So the first one, mm. I think it was 2022. Yes. Um, Jennifer Hudson res- received, I think she got a Tony to achieve her EGOT status. And then just last weekend, Viola Davis got a Grammy. So she achieved her EGOT status last weekend with her Grammy. Nice. I love that. <sighs> wow. Which is cool because there are only 18 EGOT winners. Of them, uh, Whoopi Goldberg is also an EGOT winner. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I did, too. So is John Legend. And now Jennifer Hudson and Viola Davis are the most recent ones. Um, So for, let's go back to uh, Whoopi Goldberg. We can talk about her. Uh, So Whoopi Goldberg, did you know that Whoopi Goldberg's first major win uh, was a Grammy? The actress, comedian, and TV personality won the best comedy recording in 1985 before she went on to win an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress in Ghost. After this, the Sister Act star took home a a Tony for Best Musical uh, for Thoroughly Modern Millie and an Emmy for Outstanding Special Classic Special. Oh, sorry. Special Class Special. Beyond Tara, The Extraordinary Life of Hattie McDaniel. uh, Making her the first African American to ever win or join the EGOT ranks. And then um, John Legend, the soulful singer and actor, joined the EGOT Club in 2018 when John Legend took home the Emmy for Outstanding Variety Special for Jesus Christ Superstar. Not only was he one of the youngest people to earn the honor, but he also made history as the first African-American man to reach EGOT status. Aside from his Emmy win, Legend has 12, yes, 12 Grammy Awards, an Oscar for his Selma Power Anthem Glory, and... And uh, a Tony for Best Revival of a Play for Jitney. And then Jennifer Hudson, uh, the actress and singer, actually made history as the first ever American Idol alum to reach EGOT status. Most recently, Jennifer Hudson snagged a Tony Award for serving as producer on Broadway's A Strange Loop. She also received a Daytime Emmy for serving as an executive producer on Baby Yoga. Oh, no. Baby Yaga, Outstanding Interactive Media for a di- uh, Daytime Program, an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress uh, in Dream Girls, and two Grammy Awards for her debut studio album, Best uh, Rhythm and Blues Album, and The Color Purple, uh, the Best Musical Theater Album. And finally, Viola Davis at 
the 18th winner, uh, is the third black woman to ever achieve EGOT status, and she accomplished the feat at the 2023 Grammys, thanks to her win for the best audiobook narration and storytelling recording uh, for her memoir, Finding Me. Before her Grammy wins, Davis received an Emmy for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series for How to Get Away with Murder, two Tony Awards Best Featured Actress in a Play for King Hadley II, um, and Leading Actress in a Play for Fences on Broadway, and an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress in Fences opposite Denzel Washington. So congratulations most recent EGOT achiever Viola Davis and the, the third black woman to have achieved EGOT status that is awesome out of 18 there are three black women and one black man man yes. well is there anything else you want to talk about I do have some trivia that we can play uh, I'm sure we can do trivia we have black history month uh quiz the first question is, Gerald Ford was the first president to recognize Black History Month, which he did during his uh, the U.S. Bicentennial. What year was that? This is different from what we said earlier. But you don't remember what we said earlier either, do you? Um, <laughs> I, I remember some of what we said earlier. <laughs> so Gerald Ford, wait. So the, the Bicentennial celebration would have been in 1976, right? Look at you. Look at you using your context clues to get the correct answer. I would never have been able to do that in any world. <laughs> I'm high right now, too. Uh, well, Black History Month originated in the U.S., what three? What other three countries recognize Black History Month? We talked about this earlier, too. Yeah, so it's the Netherlands, the U.K., and Holland? No. <laughs> No. Um, I got two out of three. No, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I did. Canada, Ireland, and the United Kingdom. Okay, but the Netherlands is one of them too, <laughs> as well as the United Kingdom. So. I think the Netherlands is too. This might have been. This might be an old, um, an old quiz. Uh, mathematician Catherine J. Johnson, portrayed by Taraji P. Henson in the film Hidden Figures, provided calculations crucial for the network of what organization? NASA. NASA, yeah. It's a great movie. Have you ever seen it? I haven't, but oh, I've been wanting to watch movie. it, so I should do that. I can't remember where we watched it. I think we may have just rented it, but it's a great movie. Uh, founded in February 1837, the Cheney University of Pennsylvania is the country's oldest what? We talked about this earlier, too. Uh, historically Black college or university. Yes. So it was originally called the African Institute. In 1892, Biddle University and Livingstone College faced off in the first what between Black colleges? I don't know. The first football game. And Biddle won a score of 5-0. to zero. Hmm. Um, and then number six, what summer holiday commemorates the emancipation of black slaves in the U.S.? Wait, can you repeat the question? What summer holiday commemorates the emancipation of black slaves in the U.S.? Juneteenth. Yes, Juneteenth. Uh, when Rosa Parks refused to give up her seat on the bus, what did she do for a living? She was a seamstress. Yes, seamstress at the Montgomery Fair Department store on, in Montgomery, Alabama. Formed in 1925, the Brotherhood of Sleeping Car Porters was America's first black what? I don't know. Um, it was the first labor union, the first uh, black labor union. Its membership of railroad workers reached 18,000 at its height. It's cool. 
in the mid 1970s a black or sorry <laughs> oh my god i'm not even high in the mid 1970s a young barack obama worked his first job in honolulu where did he work i like him even more for this i have no idea he scooped ice cream at baskin robin his first Is date with something? michelle was also at baskin robbins there you go uh, in 2015, Viola Davis became the first black woman to win an Emmy Award for lead actress in a drama for her work on what hit killer hit. I just said this and it kind of gives you a hint in the question. Killer hit. Killer hit. How to get away yeah, with I murder. Don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I've lost the plot at this point. <laughs> um, and then Zadoku. Z- wow. The duck. Oh my god. <laughs> Z-Y-D-E-C-O. Zydeco. Zydeco? Thank you. Uh, a musical yes. genre that blends blues, R&B, and indigenous music of Louisiana Creole and Native Americans of Louisiana heavily features what instrument? <gasps> this is cool. I, I don't know. Cymbals? No. It, it's the accordion. I was trying oh, the, to mime accordion. the accordion. How you use the accordion. Oh, I... It looked like you were miming symbols. Uh, yeah, I could see that too. Uh, known by the nickname Mr. Civil Rights, who was the first Black Justice on the U.S. Supreme Court? Very good, Marshall. Yes, we just talked about that earlier too. <laughs> and then we'll do a couple more. And That's then... why I was like, uh. <laughs> we'll do a couple more and then I gotta take the little man out because he's pacing. Uh, Vanessa Williams is known as a singer and actress, but she originally rocketed to fame in 1983 as the first black woman to win what um miss america yes miss america mm-hmm. and then the last one we'll do is george washington carver developed around 300 different products from cheese and milk to dye and soap using all what ingredients peanuts yes <laughs> we talked about earlier as well so there's a lot of a lot of reiteration in this podcast yes um so i think the way we'll close this is uh however you do celebrate black history month make sure you celebrate it to empower the uh, history of black remembering the history of black people and um honor uh the black people in your life and the black people in american history yeah anything you would like to add sarah um i agree with what you said (laughs) and for some reason i currently have uh lavar burton and uh but don't just take my word for it and (laughs) reading rainbow (laughs) oh my gosh um anyways (laughs) anyways we'll cut off there because sarah is very high and needs to go take care of herself Um, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. Please like, comment, follow, and subscribe. And if you like this episode, please leave a review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Feel free to follow us on social media. Our Instagram handle is at NowAboutThatPod, which hopefully will be a little bit more active in over the next couple of days. Uh, if there is a specific topic that you would like us to discuss on the podcast, feel free to email us at nowaboutthatpod at gmail.com. You can also go to nowaboutthatproductions.com and there is a contact us link at the very bottom where you can send, uh, put your information in, uh, put what you want to talk talk us, what you want us to talk about, and then just hit send and it'll send us an email. Um, so go to nowaboutthatproductions.com 
and feel free to send us any information you want. Uh, thanks again for listening. We hope you have a great week since we'll be coming out on Monday. And Sarah, have a good weekend. A very high weekend. You as well. A very high weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We will talk to you in the next one, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.